Honesty is the best policy, like all the time. I pull myself out of deals and listings all like all the time and the clients come back. So like, no, 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 no. Right? I'm like, listen, it, I, I know you want this number. I gotta be honest with you. It's not physically possible on this planet. And so maybe you hire someone else. Like I'm willing, I'll let you out. Yeah. Like I'll let you, I don't, like, I don't, I'd rather be your friend. Yeah. I don't want you to hate me because I can't bring you a number that's physically impossible. Mm-hmm. Like, so like, let's, let's grab a drink. For me too, I'm like, okay, well, literally 10 years ago, I had zero dollars. <laughs> like, I, I got into real estate, so I didn't have to move home, so I could pay my rent. Mm-hmm. Like that is still my wall. Mm-hmm. And then for everyone else, I just need them to be hungry, right? Yeah. And the team changes as we grow. Well, I mean, listen, it comes down to like, what is our use anymore? Yeah. Like as salespeople, like, we are just yeah. real estate agents. Yeah. Like we are not special in any way, shape or form. And we are trying to hold on to this imaginary commission that someone invented a long time ago that means nothing. Mm-hmm. So like, how do we show our value? And you do it through information. Like the more you know that you can separate from what the internet can tell the client, the more valuable you're gonna be and then they're gonna to wanna to use you, right? The more customer service you give, the more you pick up your phone at odd hours, like all that stuff that people complain about, like that's how I've been able to differentiate myself over the other like 80,000 real estate agents in the city. That's a really wild. interesting spot for me coming in. Being 24, coming yeah. in the real estate industry. Turning yeah, I started at 24. And just, you feel that, you feel, you feel that someone else could be doing this. Like someone else could be it looking could. at the house yeah. and getting their information. But the biggest thing that I've been trying to pull out is that finding value, giving value to people. Why are you important to sure. the transaction? Listen, it's that too. And it's what I say all the time. like. No one likes to be sold, but people love shopping with friends, mm-hmm. right? So it's making sure that you make that friendship in those first 60 seconds with every single relationship you have mm-hmm. and being their friend. And oftentimes like not talking about real estate at the beginning, like on the beginning of the call or the beginning of the meeting, it's talking about their dog, their kid, their outfit, their earrings. Yeah. You've got a great tan where you just away. Holy sh- I was in Costa Rica too. Like you start that whole relationship the same way you would in a bar. Yeah. Like every single client I've ever had I pretend I'm meeting them in a bar. Yeah. You start right before you go in for the close, right? And oftentimes I don't even like. Sometimes I won't even talk to them about real estate. They, they know I do it. I'll tell them I do it, but like keep the relationship so non-selly because every other broker is going to be like, "You want to come see this? Did you yeah. do this? Do you want to make an offer this?" And they're like, "No, no. one likes that." No. Right? It's like walking into a store and someone's like, "Hey, like, hey, you want to you want to buy this? You want to buy this? What size shoe are you?" And you're like, "Nope, nope, nope. I don't I don't need shoes anymore." <laughs> it's advertising and pre-roll. Right? Like I think of it as three shifts too, right? Because like yeah. when we were coming up. <laughs> the, the big companies were just like literally turning around and saying, you know, let's figure out what smells you need to smell, let's figure out what colors you need to see, and it, it, let's, sure. let's gamify it, and that's sure. how they built their businesses, sure. right? Because everything was hidden kind of behind the shroud, you couldn't, didn't have direct access. Sure. And then, you know, all the downtowns deteriorated, big mega malls got built in a lot of suburb towns, not New York, but a lot yeah. of big suburb towns. And then that went away when people felt like they were sick of being sold to And it's gone, it's regressed back to, you wanna know your cobbler, you wanna know your suit guy, you wanna trust people that you're talking to, because you walk into situations, and a lot of times, like for us, when we walk into a situation, people are like, what do you want from me? Yeah. Right, like one of the biggest things we have in our business is tenant representation, commercial. Sure. The commercial real estate space is so archaic, it's insane, yeah. right? In an industry that's been the same way for 50 years, like Jamie and I look at stuff and we're like, Oh my gosh, the holes in this industry, like the value add you can bring. We just did one for the lawyer that was above our office. He wrote like the, our articles for our company and they were up for renewal. I'm like, he told me that and I'm like, like, let me look at your lease. 
pulls it up. I'm like, here, look at my lease. Pull it up on my iPad. He's paying 12 bucks a square foot. I'm like, I'm net effective two dollars a square foot. I'm like, this is the best lease in the entire city. Yeah. I'm like, you want me to do that for you? He's like, what's it gonna cost? Like, Nothing. It's free. He's like, how do you get paid? I'm like, the landlord. They build it into their costs with their cams and their additional rents. It's all pro forma. I'm like, well, we'll run a little analysis for you. We saved him six figures on his lease renewal. Yeah. The landlord doesn't really care because they own so many holdings. Right. Like, yeah, okay. Just like a good tenant. Part of it, right? Sure. Really good tenant and everything else. But it's exactly what you said, where people are sick of being sold to. So you, I couldn't have gone and be like, hey, let me do your lease negotiation for you. Because sure. you're like, what do you want from me? And it just, that would have ended there. It had to come from a real, an organic relationship where we, we knew each other for long enough. He saw the type of business we did. And then when I came up, I'm like, I saw a problem for him. I'm like, I could probably fix that. I don't like, I don't need to, but I can. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I can take a look and run with it, right? So it's kind of the same thing with real estate, like with the Amazon deal. Prime yeah. buying the real estate company, that's an interesting one, right? With data and information, like you guys have always had open data. Would you say Prime bought who? Um, Amazon bought a real estate, like a spec build home on the West Coast, right? So they're really? building properties now. Amazon, $600 million acquisition was it? Yeah, something along those lines. Um, it happened last week. Oh, and they've what was the company? What was um, it? I don't know the name of the company off the top of my head. It's a modular. Yeah. It's a modular home company, right? So they're building, like, literally, you'll be able to go on Amazon and buy little spec homes. But yeah. just the fact that they're entering the real estate industry is an interesting thing because they're like, okay, they've got all the money in the world if they want to do that. And now they want to go after data. And they want to hook up to the IDX, you know, and, and pull. So, like, we haven't had sold data in our market forever. Really? If you want sold data, you have to go to a real estate agent. Yeah, you can you go to the lawyer. That's amazing. Didn't Nobody it? does it. It's massive. Everything for us is online. But now it's literally probably a year away. They're right. opening it up. If you didn't have so, like if, if people in New York didn't have sold data, yeah, how would that affect how you're working right now? I mean, they didn't have sold data until 2010. Really? So, like when I got out of the business, it wasn't. I mean, you would like dig through city records, yeah. but like you would just go based on what brokers would tell you. Like that was it. You'd have the information, and you wouldn't really wouldn't really know. And so Street Easy is a website that is used here that came around and was like, that's stupid, everything should be public. Yeah. And they started, they figured out how to pull all the data from public record to make it on your phone. Yeah. And then that changed everything. Because now we have clients coming through who are like, I already know. I know this, I know. Yeah, no, but it, so think it's made it like, it's made it hard, right? Because you've got an apartment that based on what other things are selling is worth 10 million bucks, but they come through and they look at the phone like, so this guy paid six and a half, two years ago? No. I don't want this guy to make that much money. I'm not paying him that profit. I'll give him six. I'm like, I don't. <laughs> and, that, and so it's like that legacy price is yeah, totally. is really, really tough in a market that has inventory, right? Yeah. So we're in like a thick buyer's market right now. Um, so it makes it extra hard. But at the same time, it's you just have to learn how to use the information. Like I can't complain about it or make excuses. Yeah. I use it against the sellers. I'm like, yeah. You think anyone's gonna pay you right now? Like, no, of course not. <laughs> like, you can try, but you know, so it's a massive educational process, like all day, every day. Buyers and sellers in every situation. Yeah, for sure. Right? A lot of it's seed planning too, because you already know the conversations that are gonna come up well ahead of time. The conversation that you had on the podcast where, you know, you were doing the price reduction. I was yeah. banging out a workout. I watched the whole episode, and I'm like, you you did your job there because you were honest with her rather than just sugarcoating it and be like everything's gonna be fine we'll be fine I just stay at the same price like you're not doing her any service by just telling her what she wants to hear because you need to keep a sign up right and that's exactly. that's where the the industry I find is definitely in flux where so, yeah, honesty is the best policy like all the time I pull myself out of deals and listings all like all the time and the clients come back because they're like no 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 
right? I'm like, listen, it, I, I know you want this number. I gotta be honest with you. It's not physically possible on this planet. And so maybe you hire someone else. Like I'm willing, I'll let you out. Yeah. Like I'll let you, I don't like, I don't, I'd rather be your friend. Yeah. I don't want you to hate me because I can't bring you a number that's physically impossible. Mm -hmm. Like, so like, let's, let's grab a drink. You know, like, and you do that and then people say to you and then they come to you and they're like, but no, well, I'm like, okay, well then listen to me. You hired me for a reason. Otherwise try to sell it yourself. Yeah. You know, I'm not like, if I underprice it, it will sell in one minute. Like that's the best part about like selling in these urban areas. Like if you underprice, it'll sell in a heartbeat, right? Or it'll sell for more. Even today, as tough as this market is, if I underprice something, it will sell for over the asking price still, because people will come through and they'll be like, I know what you're doing. <laughs> but if I overprice by a dollar, it'll sit forever, you know? Yeah. Um, I, this is one question we were all talking about. When you have so many balls in the air, how do you know how to prioritize which balls and opportunities? Because I mean, some of our smallest deals have turned into our largest, like that. Sure. Um, I would say the ones that can turn into future business, right, are the ones that I prioritize the most. Even if they're small, if they're going to have parents or if they're attached to somebody else or because all I care about is like future, yeah. like over and over and over. If it's a one-off, someone's coming in and they're staying here for a year and then they're going to leave, still take great care of them, yeah. but it'll be a little less hands-on than it will be with someone who I know might move again or somebody who might be able to bring in better referral sources. But then, dude, like, you never know. Like, if you look through there, some of my biggest clients ever are like, They've looked homeless. Yeah. Like they, like they, you or think, you think they're, yeah, you think they're scams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you, like you literally have no idea. So I, I really just make sure that, like, I, I run the team like a like a football team, right? Um, and so I quarterback everything, and I always touch the ball. But then I have awesome players in here who are able to like run it as far as they possibly can. And then if I got to go back, touch the ball again to get it further towards the end zone, I will. But sometimes they know what they're doing so well and run it all the way through yeah. so every deal is just sort of like a play and they all work a little bit differently but I'm always right there yeah. right I'm giving personal attention otherwise why hire me honestly why yeah. there are you translate that to your clients right yeah You're like this is it like I'm not gonna necessarily be there with every single phone call yeah and I explain listen and I explain the process like right up front I think you have to set expectations and I get a lot where people say yeah well I want Bill, you. I yeah, want well, you Bill, there. sure, and they'll say, well, Bill over here has one assistant and he's going to be with me all the time. And if I'm hiring a broker, I want them to be with me 24-7. I said, okay, then you should hire Bill um, because if he says he can do that, then he is lying to you um, and he is not going to pick <laughs> up your phone, right? And he's yeah. not going to email you back. And he's the broker who, when people want to show an apartment in the next half an hour or an he hour, can't he can't do it, right? And then that's the buyer that you're going to miss. With me, you get an army for the same exact price yeah. and I should charge more, yeah. but I'm a nice guy. <laughs> and so you get That's like, cool, which is like, because he's going to get the entire commission check. Yeah. I'm going to split it with, I'm going to have, you know, her on it. I'm going to have him on it. I've got three assistants. I've got two graphic designers. Like I've got like everyone in here who needs to eat as well. Yeah. And we just want to sell it for the most amount of money possible. And I also never give people any if they want to cancel. Like I'm not one of those brokers ever who's like holding you to your six month agreement. Like a lot of people will. Like if you don't like me, I tell that. nothing. Always, yeah. right? Contact's only as buyer, good as the person who signs A hundred percent. And I told them, like, I told him to fire a couple clients last week. I'm like, they're not worth your time Yeah. at that end of the day, right? You need to be valued and it's a synergistic relationship because you want to be as motivated to do a good job for them as the other way. And yeah. you don't want to feel the only reason they're working with you is because there's paper there because the second it expires, they're going to tell a thousand people yeah. about that story. Yeah. And all the good deals you've done, they might tell a couple friends, but the negative always, always the positive, right? Yes. Um, client communication, 400 days on market, 
you have 60 listings, are your agents touching them every single week? Talking to clients? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Communication is free. Yeah. Right. We do seller reports for everybody on Mondays, but I make sure that everyone talks to our clients like at least every other day, yeah. even just a text. And, and it's a lot of it is just with comps. Like if something's not going to sell right away, it's just like, Hey, just want to let you know, nothing sold yesterday. Like, Hey, nothing sold last week. Hey, how was the birthday? Like, how yeah. is this? Like you yeah. are like you, I don't, it blows my mind when people don't talk to their clients all the time. So it's like, listen, they went into a contract with you, an agreement with you that was all based on communication. Like imagine being married and like never saying, I love you to your partner. Like you might love them inside and you might be running around all day, but they're not going to know it if you don't say hi and uh, like tell yeah. them. So that's all like, so that's every, that's the most important thing. And listen, with every exclusive agreement we have in every client, our job, is not to sell it, right? It is going to sell or not. Buyers are going to come or they're not. Our job, 100% as real estate agents, is to not get fired, mm -hmm. right? That is it. And aside from that, our job is only lead gen. Like, yeah. it's our job is not mediation. It's not build relationships. Like, all of that is like part of the technicalities of the job. But it's find leads all day long. Don't get fired. Like that is it. That's how you become a successful broker. That is it. Right through and through, like you, you kind of bleed that into you, and into like your systems. Then, like, you will just you will sell more by default. Mm -hmm. You know, going back to the relationship portion because we we talked about that in the beginning. Where I find, to me, that's so important because that's when you get to the point where you're the guy that you know you'll make sure that the phone calls get answered. You'll make yeah. sure you're always there. Like you're on, you're up four thirty, five o'clock every single day. Plan the night before, like. Those are things I've shared with the team and everybody else that you know I work with that have been huge game changers because the world's asleep typically at that time and consistency over time really helps build that. Yeah. You know, you see Amelia in the morning, kiss her, go to work. How do you like that's a beautiful thing that you have even that built in, right? Like I you know that even drove me to be a better husband and I tell my wife, hey, FYI, the next five days. I'm gonna be a maniac. I'm gonna be working 18 hours a day. These are the opportunities we have. Expectations. I love you. Saturday, we're gonna do that. Like, yeah. do you time block certain things with Amelia mm -hmm. to do that, or yeah. always? And we go through my calendar the week before, yeah. and we look at it. Anything after 6 p.m., um, I run by her first. She'll never say no, but it's important for her to to know. Yeah. Like, you're married, right? Which took me a long time to figure out. By yeah. the way, like I always thought, like I was doing my thing. I was on my ship. She, but then it's like, I'm not, I didn't marry a sidekick, like I married a wife. Um, and <laughs> it, it yeah. did take me a moment, right? And so like, she's my partner, life partner, business partner. Like she, she brings me more business than any single person on this team right. by far, mm -hmm. right? Because, and not because she's out there working the streets, but because her being with me in moments allows me to have different types of conversations with people who are also married, yeah. right? Who are also in relationships and it makes me more human and not just some robot. Right. And, and it anchors you too, right? Because I mean, yeah, we, can, you and I are probably similar in the sense that like, we get so excited with the opportunities and, and the relationships yeah. and just seeing like walking around the city and just, I mean, you can feel it, right? James all fired up. He's like, man, he's like, we're going to go back. We're, it's over. It's game over. We're going to take <laughs> over our entire territory, right? Yeah. And it's, it's exciting, but to have that anchor and get those moments where you find that, that love is there or you get that one-on-one -on -one connection. Yeah. You're like, okay. okay. No, it's the most important by far. Um, and if you don't have that, then it's hard. Or if that's a mess, then it's hard, right? That's like the baggage that people then end up bringing to work, you know, and it's hard to sell. Mm -hmm. um, so I work on that a lot and it has not been easy whatsoever because I, I also, I love to work. Like I love being here on Saturdays. Yeah. Like it is hard for me to be home, you know? And that's just, that's not the way it is for most people. But for me, like 
that's what makes me the most happy is like being in my command center and home base and like trying to figure out future deals and moving forward and moving forward. And like people give me about it all the time, but it is like, I just turned 34. Like it is the whole reason we are where we are. Like dude, we did 838 million last year. The second best team in the entirety of New York City is 15 years older than me and did just under, uh, I think it was like 330. Wow. Right? That's awesome. So it's, Fires you up just hearing that, right? And like in the amount of time that you've done it too, and it's it's not. And but it's so funny. I'm not even from here. Like it's just it's just the work, which is what I wrote the whole book for. Was yeah. like for the team and for other people. Like it's not about where you're from or who you are or how tall you are or anything. It is literally just the work. And if you take care of the work, the work will take care of you. So like, we're live, right? Sorry to cut you off. Actually, I want to, I want to touch on that. The book. If you want a copy, call me. I'll get you one. You have a lot. He has a lot. The, the best thing about the book, though, and I'll just be frank with you, right? Like sure. I watched the show for a long time. I said it to them when I walked in. Like I, I like personality-wise and everything else. I like the business. You know, the TV really skews you in one way, right? And they can only take they take an hour, and they're going to try and make you look one way. Take or anything. nine months of footage and put it into forty-two minutes. Yeah, and I was like, okay, yeah, he's good, but I was always like, you know. I wonder how a negotiation would go with him. Sure. Read the book, and I was like, okay, I, I wanted to be prepared more to meet you. I was like, oh, this is actually gold. Like, I've, I'm giving this to every single business we rep. I'm like, here's a copy. I'm like, it's not just real estate. I'm like, That's read awesome. it. You're gonna Thank blow you. your business up. I promise you, because of the principles of it and the structure. But the last thing I kind of want to push people towards is the YouTube. So like, you see all that stuff on Million Dollar Listing and everywhere else. Yeah. I can promise you the vlog and the YouTube stuff that you're doing now. I see the fire in your eye and when you're having those conversations with Yuri about his vacation and like the filter's gone, yeah. right? And that's probably more fun for you. There's no editing. There's no editing. You're, <laughs> not, you're not on set for however long shooting yeah, yeah. it. Like you're actually getting the authentic day to day and you're like, hey, you want to see a hard conversation with the seller? Here it is. You want to see what it's like to get fired? Here it is, yeah, right? And yeah, people... That's how we started it. They don't get it. Like yeah. people don't even know that it exists. So I, I want to push people to those channels because I think that's... I'm gonna give them more value than watching a five series of million dollar listing, right. albeit it's a great show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I think I think you guys are doing that in the right way. I got a couple friends speaking to Agent Twenty Twenty One. Sweet. And I mean, even those are under the radar. They have their own cult followings. Yeah, yeah. But that's the next level. That's where everything is going. Is you know the media that you guys are pumping out yourselves authentically yeah. telling that story. You know, telling the story for your agents of the properties that they have listed, like. There's no ROI directly to that that you can attribute and be like, look, I brought you in $20,000 based off this, but sure. the support that your agent felt when you went down to Pier 17 and went through that whole process with them. It's, just, it's brand equity, right? Yeah. So it's, that's what it is. And it's just continuously figuring out how to have more mass exposure right, in as many different places as possible. Like I don't have time to write articles for LinkedIn and Forbes, but I do it. Yeah. Right. I do it because it's good for one. I have like so much going on in my head all the time. I can't sleep. I have to dump it somewhere. <laughs> and so like, it's good to put that stuff out there and it's good for the team to use it. Cause that's what helps me differentiate myself to like her versus yeah. a lot of other places she could have gone. You know? Yeah. It's just to say like, you will be a part of this with me and no one on my team is a junior agent. We have like a handful of interns here and there, but everyone is a partner in some way, shape or form. Right. Just like on a football team. Like, I cannot throw the ball and catch it too. I will never win by myself, right? I need all of them to be firing on all cylinders all the time. If they're just gonna do it in their own different ways and that's cool. Some will make a lot more, some will make less and then they'll trade and they'll go like this and they'll figure it out and that's the fun of it. And then watching them change their lifestyle has been probably like the most fun for me.
you get a lot of bounce back, like back and forth with them asking about, okay, how do I structure my days? Or how do I do this? Like, I'm overwhelmed. Do you do a lot of that one-on-one -on -one with them as well? Uh, I tell them to read the book. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, I have a lot here. Like, if you haven't read it yet, like, there's a copy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I help them all. Like, everyone, some of the agents need, like, I sit with them an hour every week just to go through their life, right? They need that with me, and that's fine. Yeah. Some of them grab me as I'm going in a car to go uptown, and we talk for half an hour as we're stuck in traffic. Like, some of them I have to touch base with. I'm like, you alive? And they're like, yeah, I did three deals. I'm like, all right, cool. great. Like, they don't want to talk. But they just want to do this and then they use me and they pull me in when they need me. So everyone's a little bit different and I'm cool with all of it. That's awesome. Well, you're building something really cool. I know you probably got to get going as well too. So I'm not going to take too, too much of your time. But I, again, right, like I appreciate the time. I appreciate you having us down here too. And Thank I, you very much. Absolutely. I'm inspired by what you're doing probably more than anything else. Thanks, man. To take what we're doing to the next level. This episode and show was a Prime Media Group production and is a proud member of the Industry Syndicate. For more information on the Industry Syndicate and Prime Media Group, please go to the links below. Thanks for listening.